Hey there, folks. I'm Isaac, and I got the amulet of Yendor. I'm Claire, and I'm a rogue. And this is Make, Make That, that game, game, where we pitch the latest, the greatest, new video game ideas that will never get made. No. No, it's okay. Even though it's they're, okay? they, yeah, even though they're all really good ideas, and we're not gonna make them. Um, you, the listener, can make them. We're not yeah. gonna make them. No, unless we say TM 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 I guess TM TM. We say that they won't get made. Yeah, but they might be. But they might be won't get made. Parentheses by us and parentheses. I know. Should we rewrite our intro? That might be so hard for us. We are almost a hundred episodes in. I know. Well, that's a perfect time to start that, uh, to start fresh. The one hundredth episode. If we want to ch- make any changes, we'll do it on the one hundredth. We'll episode. change every one hundred episodes. Is what we'll do to keep. Yeah. It, well, we already changed a couple times since the beginning. No. What? Yeah. Because remember, we used to start off with hon- with gaming news, then honks. Oh, and I'm thinking specifically the intro. Oh no, the intro's been I think the exact same exactly. since we started. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought so, I thought just any changes in general, but yeah. Oh no, we are allowed to make changes willy nilly, but changes to the intro? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not what we do here. What um, do we do here? We pitch games, and <laughs> yeah. then we ditch them. We move right on past. We don't linger on them. Yeah. We don't try to make them. We just we come up with game ideas. We say them out loud. Cool game design mechanics, hopefully, and and then that's what we're gonna do. So. Um, Isaac, do you have a game idea for me to hear? I do. Okay. Um, so I feel like there's a good name somewhere in there, but Mm -hmm. I don't think I came up with one. So I'm going to call it traffic jammer. I like that though. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Um, it's a puzzle game where you play as a car navigating, um, intense traffic. I will say the second you said the name, I like knew the game already. Yeah. 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 Which is good. (laughs) <laughs> well okay good so that means it is a good name so okay traffic jammer is the good name so the idea is um i'm not sure if i'd necessarily call it turn-based as much as like step-based so in um folks just as a little spoiler alert we are going to talk about roguelikes a lot because we are uh, yeah. doing this podcast recording almost immediately after the roguelike stream yeah, that which we you did. can um, find on our YouTube channel. I'm hoping. Oh, now we have to upload it before yeah. this episode goes up. Well, was it, we have two day, two full days. Yeah, so I'll, I I can just yeah should be fine. But yes, it, it's good. I'm gonna say you can find it on our YouTube channel. So yeah, and then we'll tell you what that YouTube if channel you is. It, which at the I'm end. guessing most of you listeners did miss it based on how many people were there. Listeners, <laughs> absolutely disappointing. You didn't put it in your calendars from the first time we announced. Okay, we announced Anyways. it twice. Anyway. Anyway, so um, I guess you probably could call it turn-based because, you know, you take a turn and then everything else happens. I'm not sure if you would, if you get down to the nitty gritty, I'm not sure if you would actually call that like step-based or something where it's like one step at a time. But um, yeah, you are a car. There is a traffic pattern and um, your car has like set movement types, like chess pieces almost. So different cars like move in different ways. Um, and the puzzle is to get the car that you're like assigned at the beginning of the level to the end of the level in as few moves as possible. Mm, so nice. you've got to navigate the holes in traffic and everything changes every time that you move. Okay. Um, I would say that's turn-based. Yeah, probably. Because it's like, theor- like mechanically all the other cars have a turn as well and that's why they move when you move. Okay, yeah. And um, all the other cars have their own like movement styles 
um, that you can figure out as you play. So like, I don't know if it would be based on like color or model or something like all sedans do (laughs) something. All sports cars are erratic. So you can't exactly predict what they're going to do, but like they'll, 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 like 90% of the time switch lanes randomly, (laughs) (laughs) like weave through traffic. Um, 18 wheelers will move slowly and also be like multiple tiles because I'm imagining this is tile based movement. Um, so like a normal car, it's one tile, 18 wheelers get bigger and bigger. Um, yeah. What like, I kind of imagine this as is like a more fleshed out, interesting and video game version of that little like puzzle game with the cars. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah the sliding puzzle. Right. Um, yeah, I guess it would. Yeah. That is constrained by being a physical little right. thing. So, and like so there's very little you the can other do. Other car, like basically you set up a puzzle and then it's just a puzzle. Whereas like in your game, the other cars are reacting to your own movement. Yeah. And like have different mechanics. So that's what makes it cooler. But like at the base game, that's kind of what I imagine. And then like it gets cooler from there. Yep. And I, I'm thinking that there's going to be an extreme difficult. I think at a base level, what I described is like what the basic game is. And there's a lot of permutations you can do of that. But I'm thinking also of like a hardcore mode, mm. which has simultaneous movement. Like once you set the command, oh yeah, your your car will try to do it as good as possible, like as much as it can. But every other car will be moving simultaneously. Folks, it's not an Isaac game. If there's not multiple modes. Without, yeah, I need multiple <laughs> modes. And uh, yeah, but this this is interesting because this could set up like um, the potential for car crashes to happen. Whereas <laughs> oh, wow. like the base okay. game wouldn't necessarily have that. Mm-hmm. Um, like your car would move and then every other car would move. But this would be like your, after you set the command, everything moves at once. So if something switches lane immediately in front of you when you decided to go like straight forward three spaces or something smash car accident game over well level over restart from the beginning um and i think that adds a really interesting layer of it for people who want the extra challenge yeah um so yeah that's traffic jammer um do you you have any questions about the mechanics i feel like i actually described it without winding around too much yeah that was a very clear uh imaginable very rare yeah wow wow (laughs) it didn't take me 45 minutes to explain the basic mechanic of the game (laughs) it only took you 84 episodes to come up with a game (laughs) that you can explain no there's been other games i think you've pitched that are very simple yeah like not not in a bad way just in a like here's how you play and it's like wow i get it yeah also um can you guess who's been commuting for the past week Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's where that game idea came yeah, from. Yeah, <laughs> for the past week and then for Infinity Weeks going oh, yeah. forward for the rest oh, of your life. Oh, no. Luckily, well, maybe though, not the rest of my life. Yeah, hopefully not. But yeah, a uh, yeah, little peek into the personal life for you <laughs> right there. Return to office, am I right? Mm, yeah, fine, <laughs> in 2024. All right. Um, do you have a game idea? I do have a game idea. Oh, I am worried that I pitched this already, but I don't think I did. I no one's keeping track, or are you? Listener if you're keeping Megan track, might be keeping email track. Us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you're keeping track, email us. Make that game podcast on gmail.com. Um, yeah. So I, I think I've I think I have talked I, I've talked about it to people, and I don't remember if it was on the podcast or not. But oh, geez, I really like um, looking at people's market stall setups for like art markets. Okay. 
And sometimes I'll just go on TikTok at the hashtag artist market and just look at everyone's <laughs> setup because they'll just show off their cool setups. I just okay. think, like, I guess merchandising is the thing. Like, I just love it. I love right. looking at it. Okay. I love thinking about it. So I'm like, okay, this is a very simple, it's like a reskin. We've done this before, but it's um, Craft Fair Tycoon. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> and But with special focus on like the actual layout. Yeah, so so I guess there's maybe that maybe I'll do because as I say as I'm saying it now, so my initial plan, my initial game idea was you are just one craft like seller. Okay. And you would be designing so like there's two different like parts of the gameplay loop. It's like one, you de- you design your stall. You okay. know, like you and then two, you like the fair simulates based okay. on your stall design. So you don't necessarily get to do things during that part, but it would basically like maybe do a little animation and then a summary of like how much you sold that day and like how well the traffic was to your store and have like percentages of like people who like stopped and looked versus people who bought things, almost like a click through rate, but for in-person things. And I have a crazy idea. Can I suggest yeah. it? Yeah. You actually do get to interact with that period, but like, you have like hunger meters and thirst meters and bathroom <laughs> oh, meters boy. and you have to you have to weigh the pros and cons of like delaying getting up to leave like leaving your stall alone and then like depending on when you leave and stuff maybe people steal things from you maybe you miss customers you know just just add a an extra level of yeah. simulation there maybe maybe that I, could be that could be the hardcore mode that, yeah. the multi mode yeah, I, but okay, and now I'm remembering. So the reason I thought that I already did this was because of con- uh, Convention Tycoon, which is another game I pitched. But oh. that's different because you're running the entire convention. Yes. This is like you having a stall. So yes. that's okay, that's all cleared up now. So this is not Convention Tycoon. <laughs> you're going to different markets. And so you're judged on like, and I think the products would be fairly randomly generated because like maybe you could get like mods to like upload your own like designs for greeting cards or something but really mm. it's more about the merchandising of it okay. and so as you like make more money at all these fairs you can upgrade so you can get like a bigger table you can get a tent you can get like electricity so you can have like a display like electric display you can get because all those things are, are upcharges anyway at markets yeah so like you need the money you can hire someone to come with you so you can go to the bathroom yeah <laughs> there we go we're, we're getting into it yeah so um and so it'd be a Based on how you merchandise, like what merchandise you decide to put up, because maybe you won't put everything. Like I'm assuming they'd give you, the game would give you a wide variety of things to sell. So like jewelry, cards, like sculptures, bowls, whatever, ceramics, I don't know, like a really wide variety. And then it'd also be based on what fair you were assigned, you're going to. Okay. So like if you're going to like a Christmas craft fair, like you're not going to take... Easter cards. Exactly. Or would you? Well, and if you do, you won't make that many sales, right? Hmm. So that's, you kind of have to like think about the audience of your craft fair, the size of the craft fair. So like, did you bring enough? Did you bring too much? The um, the aesthetics of the fair and of your own, you know, stall. And then where you're putting stuff so people can see it and buy it easily. And uh, yeah, that's the game. That's, that's okay. Craft Fair Tycoon. So aesthetics, I think, are hard to program rules into games. And we've th- talked about this before, and I think it's not hard. Oh, we've talked about this before? Yeah, because in the game, um, there's a game we, we either, I think it might have been a rapid fire game. I don't know, but it was about like designing a room. Okay. And we were, you were saying it's hard to say like aesthetics, but I was like, certain you can assign certain rules. So like having like all just one color with no depth would be a negative. Whereas if you add multiple colors into the room, 
that's like a positive. So it might not be judging the colors themselves because that is subjective, but it's judging the way you, you use value. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's, that is basically how, where I was going. Like it, it would have to be tags. It's, it's the problem of animal crossings version of feng shui yeah, versus it real feng be shui. That because like, so like the thing is with aesthetics, with what, what I mean, I guess with aesthetics, with the, with the booth wouldn't be like a color scheme or anything like that, like that you could just make whatever you or, want. I was imagining it would be like placement of yeah. So it would be like items. you know, did you put the cards flat on the table or did you put them on a stand? Yeah. Oh, and that's an upsell that you have to get money for. I mean, maybe, but I feel like that's that's kind of like no one's gonna buy a card that's like flat on a table. So that would be. That but would, when I think you, that would be when the you standard. first start. When I first, uh, even the very first craft fair I went to with cards, I, I found something in this house to prop them up. Oh. Like, like that is a base level. Like, okay. like no one's going to, because, because they have to, there has to be at least one thing that people can see from far away to be like, that's cool. And like, I want to go visit that. If everything's flat on the table, you can't see anything. Okay. Um, and I mean, you might even, maybe, maybe it is like you can pick whatever colors you want, but you want those to be consistent. So like if your tablecloth is one color and then like your banner is another color, that would be a negative on you because it doesn't look like a cohesive brand. Mm, okay. So it could be whatever color you want and the game's not going to judge like bright pink's ugly, but like it's going to. The game is going to be like, you need to have a brand three colors or less. Yeah. So. So, yeah, that's what I mean by aesthetics. Like, there's not, like, you've put, like, items together. Mm, <laughs> you mm-hmm. have, you know, it looks tidy and inviting, and it's not cluttered, and it, everything is displayed the way you want it to, like, those kinds of things. So, yeah. Your jewelry is one big bunch in the center of the table. Just a big bowl of loose earrings. Yeah. That yeah. You, that, that you ferret through. Okay. <laughs> and, okay, here, think about this. This is not game design. This is real life. <laughs> You have a little bowl of earrings and then you have shot glasses and people can buy a shot glass and then scoop the earrings. They pay some amount of money and they just get, they get whatever they can, whatever comes up in the shot glass. That's actually very fun. That's a a fun little gimmick. Maybe we could add that to the game and like, can you, do you have an activity? Like (laughs) maybe one of the upcharges is like activities for people to do because that actually would be really fun. That reminds me of a lot of game stores that have the dice bowl. Yeah. That's like a pretty common thing to find. You can like scoop a handful or like there's, they usually have like a scoop. You can pay for a scoop of dice. Actually, oh man, next time you go to one of these fairs, you should do either the dice thing or like go to Claire's and buy a bunch of the earrings. No, it would have to be earrings that like I make. Fair. All right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just trying to think of a way to get this online as quick as possible. (laughs) I'm cutting every corner I can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is fun, but maybe we could do it with minis. Just minis, just random minis. Oh, like three D printed stuff and yeah, little scoop clay. A mini. Yeah, yeah, a mini scoop. Mini scoop. Shot glass full. Shot glass full. Of, or are there mini shot glasses, like half well, shots or something? No. Oh no. Well. But I think the way that because like the th- the way three D the way that the objects are gonna fall into the shot glass they wouldn't like fill you know like there's right. still gonna be empty space so I think it'd be fine to use okay. regular and those could be company branded. Ah, there we go. Get that cricket. Yeah, there we go. Uh, We've diverted from game (laughs) design quite a bit. We're going now. Um, But anyway, well, that's my game though. Yeah, Crafter Tycoon. I would play it, so I made it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um. All right. So now we like to talk about game design related things, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the stream that we did, which is a stream is a game design. No, it's not. But you'll <laughs> see one, where we're going. This one with was this. a little gamified, though. This one was a little gamified. Yeah. So 
For those that did not tune in and have not yet watched the video, what happened was, if you're an avid listener, you will know that we talk about roguelikes and roguelites a lot. Specifically, I talk about roguelikes. Yeah, and then I make fun of it because I'm like, this makes no sense to me. Yes. Claire has never seen or played a rogue. Or rogue. I've never seen or played rogue. That's I was saying it in the internet. Oh. Like Mimi, I I have never done a yeah. Okay, no, well. it, it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't muster. It didn't no. pass muster. Uh, anyways, I'm not funny. I never you have been. Funny. I've never done a funny. No, See, I did it again. I I've never done a Yo, funny. No, but that makes sense. Whereas okay. a rogue, I was because like, we're thinking about it in terms of classification. So my but there's brain was only like one rogue. But I didn't know if maybe Everything that wasn't true. I was like, was that not true? I don't know what's that, what's real. <laughs> Okay, anyway, keep going. So um, I found a bunch of games in my Steam library that had the roguelike or roguelite tags. And then I also researched whether it's actually advertised as roguelike or roguelite on like the store page. And then I found if there was any articles talking about the game as a roguelike or roguelite. And uh, it had to be multiple articles. It couldn't just be one person making a Reddit post like... Uh, Civilization Six is a roguelike. That no, and so I I kept a notes file and had Claire play all these games, and she had to guess without having played Rogue at all whether the game that she was playing was classified as roguelike or roguelite. And then we ended with playing Rogue just to see her thoughts on that. So, um, I have a lot of thoughts on it. Yeah, what? Well, why? Why don't you start sharing some thoughts about the stream? So your experience, um. Well, I'll I'll say the games that I remember us playing, or you playing. Turnip Boy Robs a Bank, mm-hmm. FTL. That was one of the last ones. Say it with the whole name. Uh, f- f- fa- fa- faster than light. Okay. I think the official name is FTL. Okay, that's the ship game. With the okay. Jumping. Yeah. 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 So. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Downwell, Tales of Majayal. That was it. That was a real one. Disc Room. That was a real loser. You tried to play going under. Sadly, it was too motion sicky. Yeah, that um, was bad. I think that was all the ones we played besides Rogue. If going under let you use the controller, I would have been able to play it. Yeah. But it used mouse to move the camera. Yeah, which is surprising because I'm pretty sure it is also on Switch, but I'll have to look into that. Um, okay. So, all right. Let's let, just overall, let's let's talk about your experience. Do, do you feel like you now have a solid understanding of what a Rogue like and a rogue light is. So I will say yes, but I also want to say that I think both of these games, the roguelike and the roguelite, are completely separate from the game rogue. They are different categories. I think they are a category of a game. Okay. I think a roguelike, or sorry, a roguelite is actually a very clear category of a game, but it is completely devoid of what rogue is. Okay. It is like a whole, it should it could just be called blop blop and that would be completely the same. <laughs> uh, okay. I love a blop blop game. It's it's a game where something regenerates over and over and you have multiple and you fight a lot. Okay. Okay. All right. And uh, what do you mean by regenerates? Like when you enter a level there's random generation happening. Okay. Okay. So um, every time you you open it there's a random thing. Right. And then that is roguelite. Yeah, but it also has to okay. be a shoot 'em up. Okay. Okay. Rogue light, I think, and it's it's a very frequent regenerations. So like nearly every dungeon slash room is like a new. Okay. Experience. Whereas the actual rogue game, which I was shocked when I played that, I was shocked. Shocked. I, I yes. Shocked. I was so happy when you finally played it. 
um, as to what Rogue actually is, which for those of you who don't know or haven't watched, you should watch it, though, because it, it's a funny reaction and it's it's a great end cap to the to the gauntlet <laughs> of games. Um, it is very much just like an MS-DOS, like you're a little smiley face and you travel through dungeons. Trying the floor to... is a period. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, graphics aside, like you're you're basically just it's text based. Yep. You're, you're traveling through dungeons and that, they are randomly generated, but I don't think. But but like the whole floor is randomly generated, right? Yes. Like it's not, it's not like each room as you go is randomly generated. Correct. Yeah. Uh, the floor is generated, and then you like explore the, that yeah. floor until you find the staircase. Which down. like now that I'm talking through it, I guess if you made it modern day, it would kind of be a shoot 'em up, wouldn't it? Because just because the battling is more mechanical, like if you were to if you were to skin it with today's technology. You would be shooting quite a lot. Um, no. What? So, because there's a lot of enemies. They fight bats and kestrels and emus and hobgoblins. Yeah, hobgoblins. But, but I mean, you can still design a game with that kind of gameplay without making it a first-person shooter. That's true. That's true. Well, I didn't. Well, no. A shoot 'em up isn't necessarily a first-person shooter. Like I would say, like Turn a Boy Robs a Bank is a shoot 'em up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Turn up, turn up boy robs a bank exists at the same time that like, I I, I guess Tales of Majayal is old, but they still make games like Tales of Majayal. Okay. Uh, like Which the is, game design is not outdated. Say, it's yeah, just a different. Tales game of Majayal is is rogue. That's the only one that I'm like this yes. one. This one's correct. Which the funny part. All right, if you watch the stream, <laughs> Claire plays Tales of Majayal. And she opens it up and she starts playing it and she says, this game is not Rogue. This it's is not- the least like Rogue game Well, here. because... It's absolutely not Rogue, Of Claire all said. the games we played, it was the most different. Like, if you're mm-hmm. playing one of these things, it's not like the other. It was Tales of Majayal. It's not like the others. And so I was like, this just isn't it. But it turns out that is the most it of yes. all the games. Because Tales of Majayal is... Um, I would say definitively a rogue like because it is taking what rogue is. Right. It's basically reproduce it's it's like one to one rogue. Yeah. It just and then adding new features to right. it, like classes, levels, skill trees, graphics, um, story, like But the quests gameplay and stuff. is like identical. Yes. The the <laughs> so, moving the tile part, by yeah. tile and fighting bats and kestrels and snakes and stuff. Slimes. You gotta slimes, have a slime. You gotta have a slime. Uh one hundred percent one to one. Like gameplay is the same. It's just more. It's yeah. it's we've taken the base game, we've added more. Yes. Loop Hero is also a good example of was that a rogue like? Did we decide or was that because I feel like it's also really close. So in my opinion, I would call Ro- Loop Hero a rogue light. But let me open up my notes that I have okay. and see what well, so here's the, the category. My reasoning is again, I think a rogue light. L-I-T-E light is so devoid of rogue, it doesn't even, you know what I, like, it doesn't even resemble rogue anymore. The yep. one the one game we played after I played rogue and kind of, like, got my mind set around what, what it is, um, Crate Box, Crate, Super Crate Super Box. Super Crate Box. Is a I have pl- Lambier. It is just a platformer. I don't know in what way it, w- it is considered a rogue. Yeah, um, so my thoughts on that one I, just someone tagged it as that because I did not find right, any right. article. I don't think. And you were you were looking at it. tags, but it's just funny. It does feel like I understand why we, this has become a meme for us in the podcast because 
it feels like people are just kind of throwing this name out. If it, it's like any, a meaningless. Yeah, it's like if there's any random generation, they're like, this is a rogue now. And it's like, well, that's if, one mechanic of a game. I don't know like, if you can say that. If you play a game where you have, let's call them runs, mm-hmm. yeah. and anything is randomly generated about those runs. So in Super Crate Box, if you had played the actual right. game, the I, random generation aspect is which enemies spawn and what guns you get from the crates. I was, yeah. Well, I mean, I could get that even yeah. from the tutorial. So that's, that's what makes it tagged as a roguelike. Not a roguelite. So Loop Hero is tagged as a roguelite. Okay. And multiple online articles refer to it as a roguelike. Okay. Well, see, and that's why I think I think in truth, if if it was like the the definition of a roguelite made any sense at all, I would say it would be a roguelite, right? Because it yeah. is it is taking some some elements, but it's a little bit different. You know, like it's got the runs. Yeah, I would say the, run. the runs. That makes it sound like it has diarrhea. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. Um. So yeah, it's got the run. Your pants, you're playing a roguelike. <laughs> it's got the run-based gameplay loop. I'll say, um, and I think that is, I guess if you, I needed to narrow down like one thing or two, I'll, I'll say two things about rogue lights. They have the pseudo random generation, yeah, and they have the run-based gameplay, yeah. um, and those are I think the only two things. Oh no, and turn-based. No, because yeah. I would consider Turn Up Boy rogue light. Oh, you're saying light, not like? Yes. Sorry, okay. Light. Go ahead, go ahead. So yep. yeah. Um if if a game has just like random generation of levels and is a run based game, then I would say that you could call it a rogue light. That that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um if it does not have the tile based turn based gameplay of rogue. I don't think you can call it a rogue-like. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Yes. So of the games that you did play, I think all of them, I wouldn't call Disc Room or Super Crate Box, honestly. On any level, any of it. I would not call those rogue lights. I would call only Tales of Majayal. And there was another game that you didn't get to play mm. called Moonring. Okay. That I would also consider rogue-like because it has the turn-based tile-based com it, it, it's the gameplay of rogue with graphics and other features at the end of the day and uh, although it isn't run based i don't think i don't think it has like a lot of random generation i it, i think it has like a story world that you like exist in and do st- so maybe i'm wrong on that but it has it has the core gameplay mm-hmm. even if it's not run based but i would still i would still call it a rogue like so i think that the <laughs> actual game mechanics of turn-based step-based are what makes it roguelike even if it has like a set map yeah and then the random generation and the runs are sorry i ruined it i'm sorry it just (laughs) is what came to mind and i don't know if you agree with that i i do agree with it i do think that it's almost like like that makes sense, but is that how the gaming community is using it? I no, don't think so. So it's, it's lost all meaning right, in the community. Right, it has. So I think it's like, again, I think it has a meaning, but so basically I was going on vibes and mm-hmm. I started to say, if I like it, it's a roguelike <laughs> because I was, I liked Majayal, I liked um, Loop Hero, I liked uh, Rogue. Yeah. So, um, whereas I don't really like Discworld, I super crate box was kind of fun but that's also i don't think that i don't think that's any of these categories we talked about (laughs) um 
you know, I didn't like the Binding of Isaac. I don't like. Um, oh yeah, you hated Binding I hated of Isaac. That. We honked and bonked it, or yeah. you honked and bonked it. Yeah, that was a long time ago. You played it for like fifteen minutes, and you're like, "I'm done." I'm like, I have to play it as long as I feel like I have enough to say about it, and then I'm done. Yeah, um, I don't like those. And like the train, there's like infinite train turnip in boy. Turnip boy, yeah. I don't like that. Um, so yeah, I think that's that kind of sums it up. Yeah. If Claire likes it, it's a roguelike. And if she doesn't, it's a roguelite. Okay. But I also do like Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. Hmm. 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 Well, yeah, if we go by but vibes. Then again, the Turnip Boy IP is just part part of why I like it. So, yeah. like, who knows? If it had been skinned differently, I don't know. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, I... Are are we done talking about roguelikes? I think so. Or do I think you have I more? think I mean I feel I feel a little empty in the sense that there is no answer. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like that that's what That's we, why it was so funny to me all this time that we Yeah. you've like been confused by it. I'm like, yeah, no, everyone is. Don't everyone worry. is. <laughs> yeah. So I but I do feel like I learned a lot and it was really fun to do that stream because I also feel like there's a lot of games now that I know about that I didn't know about before mm-hmm. and i will i will say i really do want to play more loop hero i really liked that one <laughs> i gotta um, see if it's on switch maybe i yeah. can maybe i can gift it to you Ooh. um i really liked loop hero i liked original rogue that was great yeah i like tales of Majayal. i don't know if i'd actually play it alone really i don't know like you did seem pretty enthusiastic about it that's true but i also was i was going really fast like i wasn't pl- paying attention to almost anything I, that, that's valid okay so yeah if i played it like that i think i'd like it but if yeah. i paid too much attention to lore i might get i might get tired because that was the one that had so much text yes and i was like getting a little fatigued just with all the text so i just started being like i'm just gonna go for it but like you've got like the core gameplay down enough where you could just you could just go for it yeah and like a lot of the text was the tutorial text yeah that's true but um, yeah, i was a little bit like overwhelmed the... with it oh we didn't talk about the card game one that one was also oh, like yeah banners of ruin was a game on there yeah that um hold on i'm gonna bring that up <laughs> i feel like that was also one of the odd ones out it was just tagged as both a roguelike and a roguelite and viewers listeners viewers listeners it um it is a card-based game so you build a deck of cards and you have a party of 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 anthropomorphic animals and you have like three paths that you go down and the paths are like random generated events some of them have fights and then you use the cards to do the fights they're like do eight damage to one enemy uh do six damage and if you break their armor get a buff for next turn and that kind of stuff. It has, I would say, almost like it is run based, and it does have random generation. Does it though? Because it didn't feel like it did, to be quite honest. Uh, which which to which part? It ran, like what was randomly generated? Oh, um, the cards that you like See, that have access that to. That didn't feel randomly generated to me. As someone who has played multiple runs, I can tell you that every time I played a run, it was different. I mean, one, I always have a problem with a card-based on, like, virtual game. Like, why are we doing that? <laughs> like, why would you design a game? Like, if you want to make a card game, make a card game. If you mm-hmm, want to make mm-hmm. a video game, make a video. Like, to yeah. me, I don't want to play cards on the computer. Um, the other one, problem with it is, like, I guess all deck-based games then are random. So, like, is is Go Fish a roguelike? No. <laughs> like, it's a roguelite. <laughs> No, but but 
So the cards in that game are fairly like like swords and armor in Rogue, right? Okay. Yeah. They they are the equipment and like the abilities that you use. Okay. And so that is that is why it's more than just like okay, it's a card game therefore it's randomly generated. It's because the cards are representative and fill the gameplay mechanic of the equipment. Yeah. Like if you get a long sword, there are certain cards that are long sword based that like get added to your deck. I mean, but um, that that could happen in a real card game too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Combo cards and stuff, yes. Yeah. But I guess the the more the more relevant part, I guess me bringing that up, probably, you're right, it, probably mostly irrelevant, but the more relevant part is the levels, a.k.a. the three paths that you have, those mm-hmm. being randomly generated or dynamically generated or whatever you want to call it, that is, that is the, that is the yeah. level, just like... That is yeah. the equivalent of the mazes that Rogue generates. So I did like the art in that game, but other yeah. than that, cool art, thumbs yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> did not like it. No. I mean, okay. Or not, because like I guess it's it's just the fact that they use the cards as a mechanic, honestly, because it is turn-based. It is randomly generated. But if instead of having the cards, they had a map, and the map was randomly generated, and you're deciding to go between three different paths, which is basically what the cards are doing... I would like that better, but also I think it would it would look more like Rogue or Majayal. Mm, mm-hmm, yeah. And then like you're moving, the enemies are moving. I guess the difference is, well, no, because the cards also kind of define like the enemies moving towards you, quote right. unquote. So yeah, if it looked different, I think it would be actually fairly close. We didn't really talk about it FTL, Faster Than Light. Oh, yeah. Um, the You know how when you jumped, you picked a node? Yeah. That is the... That is the exact same thing as the three paths in Banners oh, okay. of Ruin. So those were all random. Yeah. I couldn't tell because I was going really fast. Yes, you were. But I like, felt like I had to. Uh, it, so, the game was like, ah. Banners of Ruin kind of indicates what the path will have. Um, yeah. FTL does not do that. You oh, you click a node, and unless it specifically says shop or distress beacon, it randomly decides, yeah. or maybe it has by the time you click on it, randomly decided what is going to happen there like whether it's a pirate attack or whatever that was fun yeah and and i'm like that that's you could get that with the same card mechanic i've got a stack of cards on each path like draw a card no i think i just was like so mad that they used cards it's all about presentation is what you're saying yeah like even though mechanically they are the same when banners of ruin presented it as cards you were like ah, i don't like this right okay and then ftl so that one was pretty divergent from rogue and i, I do you have any thoughts or was that just like eh that was I a game think it was that divergent because like you said it has the random pass although i guess i didn't notice they were random like i just was i was just clicking around because i was mm. like this cloud is coming and i didn't realize i had to get to the exit so i was like oh no <laughs> um yeah i guess i guess that one was pretty divergent because it was like fully real time gameplay as well. What does that mean? Uh, real time, like not turn based. Like the, oh, your yeah. your missiles were on a timer. That's true. That you... I didn't think about how. That, yeah, there's like no turn based element. Which okay. like Turnip Boy also not turn based. Right. But well, that would say why I'd say light and not like. Yes. And um. uh, even FTL advertised itself as rogue like 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 which which is like rogue light, right? I so, I uh, would assume that maybe that. That game's pretty old now. That game might have invented roguelites by calling oh, itself roguelike. Like, yeah. that might have evolved into the term roguelike. Yeah, again, it's like, like you said, randomly generated areas to travel to, not turn-based. 
yeah, it was time based. So like, you know, as time passed, you had to like regen your weapons and battle pirate ships and um but each like node was random. So yeah, it, it does feel more and you had runs. So it does feel more like a turnip boy kind of situation. But yeah, I thought that game was fun. And, and it, yeah, you're right. Any well that I think that's why I don't like card card based video games because any video game could be that. Like like the random generation happening in any video game could be represented by a card, but it's not because I'm playing a video game is how I feel about mm. it. Um, so anyway, I'll stop ranting about card-based <laughs> games. I think that that does wrap up our rogue discussion. Yes? Yes. All yeah, right. I think we're ready to move on. I I like this a lot. Um, this this uh, thread from FTL's like Steam community forums from 2014. If this game is a roguelike, then so is Civilization and XCOM. Just because <laughs> it has like randomness in yeah, it. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> well, that's how. Yeah, it's like all games have some. Well, not maybe not all games. Not your game. And but, but what's really funny is that a lot of people are like tired of the discourse in 2014 they were already tired of the roguelike genre discourse i mean i'm yeah i think we i think we put it to bed but yes i agree it's like just because there's a random thing doesn't mean it's a rogue but this is a really good quote from this forum yeah thread well i think rogue was maybe the first roguelike or one of the first anyways and then the person responds, Rogue was maybe the first roguelike. <laughs> Rogue was Seriously? Rogue. <laughs> and then the person responded, I have no concrete evidence. Oh. So they but apparently, according to Wikipedia, the first roguelike was Beneath Apple Manor, which came out two years before Rogue. That's I love That's genre. Hilarious. Okay, we're done with this conversation. Okay, we end. have to move on. My we, brain's gonna break. Yeah, we do. We do. I should have researched that part. I should have told you that on stream. That would have been good. That's pretty and good. And had Beneath Apple Manor propped up for you to play. But okay, all right. So we're well, gonna randomly generate some stuff. We're gonna rogue like <laughs> some stuff. Yeah, actually, our our rapid fire round, which is what we're doing right now, is actually a rogue light. It turns out <laughs> um, because we're gonna randomly generate three random words. I said random. Two many times random um, random 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 three random words we're gonna come up with a game idea based on those three words and we also have to come up with a name and we only have five minutes to do so are you Ooh. ready with the timer I'm i sorry. am in fact i'm starting it in three two one run began okay this is gonna be a challenge i already can can tell negligence oh palm p-a-l-m okay expect okay you are a palm tree nursery okay I, yeah, I was wondering where we'd go, palm tree or palm hand, but there we go. Yep, uh, palm tree nursery, and people expect um, <laughs> good good palm trees, well, yeah, but if you neglect so. them, they will not come out good, and so people won't buy them from you. Yeah, uh, that's right. It's a tycoon game. All right, palm it tree is... tycoon. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's. <laughs> I mean, okay, no, okay. you have to water them, well, and you have to set the greenhouse conditions. Let's greenhouse tycoon. Let's expand okay. it. It is in not just palm trees. Right, palm but trees are a thing. You in the start game. with palm trees are like the main your okay. main thing, but it's just a tropical area, so you can get other plants. Because I think part of the tycoon games that makes them cool is the ability to like get different stuff and like attract that. You know, like make your perfect like in Zoo Tycoon, you're like planning the getting different animal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Greenhouse Tycoon. Did we do it? Are we done? Was that the fastest uh, game we've I ever mean, done? Yeah, it's really just all about controlling the parameters of like different sections of your greenhouse yeah. and like upgrading your greenhouse to have different parameters in different sections. Right. Like and that's having, that's like, the progression because yes. like 
if if you've got one greenhouse of a certain size, like okay, yeah, you can grow palm trees, but can you grow? Uh, can you grow a pine tree in that same greenhouse? No, because that has completely different conditions. So you need like an either a second greenhouse or an isolated area. Uh, I don't know if pine trees would not grow in the same conditions as palm trees, but that was like a random example. And yeah, buying fertilizer and stuff. So yeah, we've got a whole gameplay loop. Uh, gameplay. Can we loop. come up with a better name than greenhouse tycoon? Okay. Green. Yeah. What is the? How much time do we have? We have three minutes. Okay, so like yeah. we've got Let's, a lot of time right. to throw out some garbage. Mm-hmm. You know. Let's go. I'm stretching it out. I'm getting ready. I'm getting loose. Oh, 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 okay. I'm not doing any of that. I'm staying tense. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. It could be called Intense Outdoor Garden Simulator. It could be called Garden Pardon. Okay. Garden. Well, no, because Garden Party is like a a thing. Tropical Oasis time to get a plant because it is palm trees mostly so there's a tropical shape. rise of the house of green no that sounds like a which is like the opposite of fall of the house yeah, of usher no I, I get that but and somehow we make it spooky <laughs> okay you just like changed the whole game with the name so i'm gonna i'm gonna reject that one <laughs> fine uh, you own a green coco one? nutty no <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. Wow. Shutting that one down. I don't know. That felt great. Not, no. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Okay. God, there's got to be a more creative. Because <sighs> like Sticky Business is a tycoon game. Yeah. And it's not just it's called, called Sticker, Sticker tycoon. tycoon. What about palm, reading palms? No, Freeze. but there's no psychic. Are you also a psychic? Are no, we adding it's that? No, like it's like a joke. It's like a joke. Like, like, yeah. Yeah, Sticky Business is a really good name for a game. Good job, Sticky Business. Yeah. That's good. I mean, okay, if you if we're going with like you're a greenhouse like in the middle of a desert, we could use the Oasis naming. Like if you are like the source of greenery okay. for a long distance, then we could call it something Oasis. And like we could just give it like... Stasis Oasis. Oasis. <laughs> Oasis of fun. Oasis business. Oasis capitalism. <laughs> oh my god. Uh like hmm. Okay, what well, I we have 40 seconds left, but like my idea would be like the name like cuz Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Stardew isn't anything. It's like the name okay. of the place. We could do that with something Oasis. Okay, we're going to call it Green Dog Oasis. Green Green Dog Oasis. Thank you. With 20 seconds left on the clock, Green Green Dog Oasis. The, I thought there's a green tissue box with dogs on it. The <laughs> green Dog Oasis, the uh p- the Greenhouse Tycoon game. All right. Uh next three random words. Let's let's hit them up. Let's go. All right. All right, let's go. Starting in one, two, three. Pack. Okay. Equinox. Dump. Dump? Okay. All right. All right. Equinox. What is an equinox? Remind me. Uh, It's when the day and the night are equal. So like spring and fall have equinoxes. Oh, hmm. okay. That is harder to work with. I was hoping it was like something specifically like moon related, but... Because my first thought is like a pack of wolves. Right. Obviously. Right. Also same. Equinox. I don't know where that comes into it. I was thinking they're they're like witches. Witch wolves. And they have to 
they have to dump something on the equinox. It's like a time-based, like, oh. by the equinox, you have to do this thing. So I was thinking it would be more like a pack, not management, because I don't want it to be, like, just a tycoon game, but you're a, a wolf pack. <laughs> We're trapped in tycoon games today. Yeah, Um. and I was thinking the dump could be, like, an area that you could, like, like scavenge dump? for food Okay. Um. in desperate times. Like, it, you wouldn't want to go there, but it's, like, an area that you could bring your pack to in the so game. So you weren't thinking about dumping a body on the equinox. I was not. Interesting. Um, Fascinating. So this could, we could make equinox purely a mechanical gameplay thing and we could make it so that um because it's a simulation game they usually have day night cycles right and we could make it so that days and nights are equal amount of time like always like that's I just think that's how the pretty mechanic standard, works though. like most people don't want to program in no I, I i i think i think usually i think if i'm remembering correctly and um we're gonna have a lot of people emailing me to tell me i'm wrong leaving bad um I'm pretty sure like Minecraft days are like 16 minutes and nights are like eight minutes or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but most games usually have shorter nights than okay. days. Um, okay. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm confused that you didn't want to pick up the wolf witches idea, but sure. I, I, okay. that did not speak any gameplay to me. Like okay. what, right. what, what does a wolf witch do? Spells. They battle in the woods. They learn new <laughs> so spells. So is it like a turn-based RPG? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cause you have your pack and then, and you can pick up and learn new spells. And on the equinox, you're the most powerful. Okay. But then you have to dump something, and that's what I don't understand. <laughs> what if it's all, what if it's also a dating sim, and you can only dump people on the equinox? <laughs> so <it's> like... What? <laughs> what? There's only two equinoxes a year, or something, isn't there? Or one? Two. Is there only? There's, there's two. two. A there's two. A spring and a fall. So like you can only dump people twice a year. Yeah. In so game. you gotta you gotta pick it right. Okay. No, I I don't know, but I I don't, I'm just. You said you didn't want to do another management, and then you just kept doing a management. No, so. this is not a management. Okay. I'm actually imagining it more of like an RTS, like a real-time strategy kind of thing. Where you, I still don't you, know what that is. You, that should be the next stream. Okay. Claire plays Age of Empires 2 and That's real-time strategy? I thought, oh. What? You didn't? What? I thought, well, I, th I get I, th I get those confused with city builders. Anyway, this is neither oh, here well, nor there. Oh, well, I have had an episode talking about city builders and real-time strategies. I've talked about it as part of our discussion. I know, did and I said Did you absorb nothing? I did. I, I said in that episode, I think, I don't get it. Okay. So. All right. Well, all right. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. All right. All right. Okay. You are a pack of witch wolves surviving no, in the woods. You don't have to do it. No, no, no. I'm combining our ideas. Okay. okay. That's why I specifically said surviving yeah, in the yeah. woods. Yeah, and we can do the equinox thing, like you said. With the, the the purely we are taking yes. the gameplay. We are the days every and day nights is are an equinox. Equal, yeah. Yes, days and nights are equal because. You can have, as a wolf pack, you can have equally interesting things to do in the day and the night, whereas normally games make the night shorter because the night is generally... It's boring, yeah, but you're a wolf, so you can do a lot of stuff. Actually, yeah. what if it, what if the dump, instead of being something you don't want to do, is actually what you want to do, but you can only do it at night? Oh, okay, because humans aren't there to... Right. Okay, and I'm imagining, um, yeah, you it can be turn-based, so like... I, what I'm specifically imagining is you control the pack. Actually, maybe this is like Baldur's Gate style where you have the pack and you can move them all individually. And then once battle starts, it goes into like the full turn based. So like you can have one person exploring one person part of the dump. But if like a guard dog attacks. So what's the name? Awoo. The wolf game. Awoo a dog's, a, a wolf's life. Awoo a wolf's life. Awoo a wolf's life. All right. 20 seconds left again. <laughs> 
I figured you said that you said that so fast because we were very short on time. Yeah. <laughs> but I also like Awu a wolf's life. I think we can. I would buy that. <laughs> if that was okay. I'm imagining walking walking. I'm twelve years old. Yeah. I walk into E B games at the Sangertown Mall. <laughs> I see on the shelf a P a PS one game. Um it has really fluffy, cartoony PS one graphics of a really cartoony looking wolf um with a dump in the background. I'm buying that game. <laughs> I'm buying a woo a wolf's life. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. perfect game. All right. Last last perfect game. Okay. Last run. Last run of this rogue. <laughs> I'm ready. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, I started. Okay. <laughs> software. Oh, <laughs> games are software. Dirty. Okay. <laughs> Trivial. Trivial. <laughs> Trivial. What if it's like um, software engineers? Well, no, you already you already made I software. Already, I already pitched that. It was a very bleak and depressing game. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. Okay. Software. Dirty. dirty. Trivial. Trivial. Okay. Okay. Ah. Uh, all right. This is an old like Flash style click them up okay um where it's obviously made by someone who like is just learning like how to make flash games or something and the it is about being a software programmer and the code is dirty aka it has a bunch of bugs Mm, so like the background is the code and the bugs are like creatures coming at you and you click them and they splat and yeah. that's really all it is. So it's kind of yeah. like a flash game first person shooter, but yeah. like not super high tech. So you can't like look around. Right. Uh, it's just things coming at you. You click them, and like the yeah. difficulty is some things take multiple clicks. Some yeah, I things fully, move I'm fully faster. seeing it. I'm fully seeing it. Yeah. Doing it. You're um, painting the picture. There was a Neopets flash game actually that I just remembered that is like exactly what I'm trying to describe. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the name of it, but. Yeah, it, it just it was a, literally a flash game. You were like in a mech, and there was like aliens flying at you that you could like zap. Okay. And that's the exact game I'm imagining with a reskin to like just have like code in the background. Um, and yeah, the 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 monsters that you're fighting are the bugs, and that's representing you being a little programmer I like cleaning it. up I your like code. It. This is nice. I like this. Trivial. Uh, the trivial part is that how easy it would be to make and play because okay, you're like literally it. just clicking on right. stuff it's a and very... like you could make it in an yeah. afternoon. Yeah, got it. Um, so I, I think that's an Should okay we use of the word. <laughs> if you said you could make it in an afternoon, I guess, uh, you've got, you know, a whole afternoon ahead of you. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine if, if our first make that game game is this? Yes, I'm I not going to TM, TM, TM it, but okay. you know, maybe I'll I'll put it up. Uh-huh. You said you wanted to to take a break from your other game that you're designing. That's true. Have a brain break. Have a fun time. I'm just saying. That's true. All right. Well. Well, we got to name it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bug um, hunter in the computer. Bug hunter in the computer. B H I C. Wait. Oh wow. Bug hunter in the computer is an anagram of a swear word that we don't like. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, yeah, almost, almost. Okay. Uh, is um, anagram the right word? It's it's no. the letters mixed together. What what am I thinking of? 
I don't know what the word is for what you're describing, but I know what you mean. Like the a, B swear word. I'm yeah, not allowed no, to say on podcast. I know. I said okay. I know what you're describing. I just don't know what the word is oh, for okay. what you're just de- like for the mat like because it's not All an right. anagram. Well, I guess it isn't. It's an anagram, but it's barely an anagram because anagrams usually are a word that makes sense, whereas like bug hunter oh, in the computer okay. doesn't make sense. Gotcha. Um, anyway, so let's not name it that. Um, bug splat. I was gonna call. I was thinking bug breaker. Oh, bug breaker, bit. Bits and bobs. I want to. I want to get the computer because, because bug breaker sounds just like um what you p- used to play. Beast breaker. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So I want. I want to emphasize the computer part. Okay. So we could say bug breaker, but then we need like a computery second line. Um. Come. Come. Bug breaker. The quest for queen clean code. No, I'm not buying a game called Clean Wait, Bug Code. Breaker colon Code Cleaner. Yes. Yes. <laughs> bug Breaker Code Cleaner. That I like. <laughs> All right. 40 seconds left on the clock. Uh, especially because BBCC. 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 All right. Well, we had a fun time today. I hope you did too, listener. You're in. You're with us on this journey. And games. if you didn't have fun, email us. <laughs> yeah. So you can email us, make that game podcast at gmail.com with any game ideas you want us to read on the pod. If you have words you want us to make games out of, just like we just did. If you have a game you think we should play and talk about or a game question, like a design topic you want us to discuss, we just love to hear from you. We really do. If you want to give us a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify please do so. That helps a lot. And also just talk to your friends about this cool, cool podcast that you really like. Word of mouth. Word, Word of, of mouth. mouth. Word, Word of, of mouth. <laughs> um, you can also find us on social media at Make That Game Pod. And you can find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Make That Game. We are going live once a month and we will announce those dates as they come up. So we did our February live. We are going to have to plan our March one. And then you can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash at the at symbol, not the word at make that game um and hopefully we'll be posting all our lives there so that's all i have to say about that but if you did hear a game today that you want to make and exist in this world we're not making it so we encourage you to get out there and make make that game. game